You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarland. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bowes. This is HR Happy Hour 207 with a special I don't have a title for the show yet, uh, but a great special guest, uh, Lori Zuka, who's waiting in the wings, uh, head of HR, VP of HR from Paychex, and a good friend of mine and a great friend of the show. And uh, we're going to we'll bring Lori on in a second. Before we get started uh, with Lori, I want to say a shout out to Trish, who couldn't be with us today, Trish McFarlane, my uh, the other co-host of HR Happy Hour, who's got a family thing she's having to deal with this week. So uh, Trish is in our thoughts, and I uh, hope everything is going well with her, and she will be back on the next show soon, uh, which will be actually be next week, the next show will be. So uh, recording this on a Friday, Friday afternoon, March 20th, the first day of spring, but you wouldn't know it by looking out my window. So I promised everyone I would stop talking about the weather because I've been the last, I think, half a dozen shows, I've been lamenting the weather. So no more. I can't look at it. I don't care. I'm freezing, and I just won't talk about it anymore. So that's that. So quick couple of announcements. Next week, as I said, we'll be, Trish and I will both be out of the Ultimate Software Conference. We'll be recording a show from there, and shortly thereafter, um, some shows from other events that we're going to be hitting up, Equifax coming up soon, and Benefits Conference, which I'll be at. We've, we've done a couple of podcasts recently all around benefits with uh, Jennifer Benz, the program chair of the Health and Benefits Leadership Conference, as well as with my friends at Benefit Focus from their event that I was at a couple of weeks ago as well. So if you're into benefits, uh, check back in the, the very recent archives for the last couple of shows we've done on benefits, which have been a ton of fun. So. All right, that's it. That's the preamble. Uh, let's get right to it. Our very special guest, Lori Zuka, VP of HR and Organizational Development of Paychex. I'll read Lori's impressive bio. Lori joined Paychex as the Vice President of Human Resources and Organizational Development in March 2011, bringing with her more than 20 years' experience as a human resources executive. In her role, Lori is responsible for all aspects of human resources, organizational development, and the company's training department. Most recently, Lori was Senior Vice President of Human Resources for Paytech Holding Corporation. Prior to that, she was a Vice President for Bausch & Lomb. She has held senior management positions in human resources for Footstar Inc., a retail footwear company, Starbucks, and Pizza Hut. Lori has a Master's Degree in Management from Purdue University in Lafayette, Indiana, and a Bachelor of Science Degree from Bentley University in Waltham, Mass. Please welcome to the show, at long last, Lori Zuka. Lori, what is happening? How are you? Hey, Steve. I'm great. Thanks for uh, finally agreeing to have me on the show. It's, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's only been five years of asking for folks who don't know this. Lori's my former boss at Paytech Holding Corporation, which is one of the, uh, the credits on her bio. So I honestly can't remember what year that might have been, Lori. At least 
2010-ish, maybe. Some, I'm feeling is probably about when we were both there, uh, maybe yeah. maybe before. But uh, that's probably around the time I started asking you to come onto the show and to the podcast. And so it only took about five years of, of trying to trying to book you. And we got you, so that was great. I think that's a coup for us. <laughs> well, it's great to join you today. Great, and, and it was great to have you. You were at an HR Tech Conference last year doing a great presentation and, and sitting on a panel. Uh, that Trish and I did with uh, a few of your peers and leaders in human resources, which I thought went uh, went really well and was was a ton of fun. So, Lori, let's do first off. Give me like before we get into sort of a little bit about you. Give us the uh, two things I'm going to ask you. Give us like the you know maybe 60, 90 seconds on paychecks for folks who may not be familiar. Just what's paychecks all about, and then. Maybe tell us a little bit more about you, about something maybe that's not in the official bio, uh, some embarrassing story about me that you recall from our former uh, collaborations in the past, or just uh, whatever you, whatever you, the, the floor is yours, Lori. Five years of waiting, the HR happy hour floor is yours. Okay, well, I hope I don't disappoint. <laughs> um, so Paychecks, um, Paychecks is an absolutely phenomenal company. What's really cool about Paychecks for an HR professional like myself is that Paychecks is an HR company. Um, that's our business. So we do um, HR outsourcing for um, payroll, which is what we're known for um, the most, but we also have a, a whole assortment of human capital management products um, that that really span uh, the spectrum for our clients. Um, things like uh, um, a 401k plan, health insurance, uh, flexible spending accounts. Um, we have uh, um, My Staffing Pro, mm -hmm. which is the applicant tracking system. So we've got all sorts of products. Um, and we've got uh, over 580,000 clients that Dude, are small-sized businesses in, in the United States. So wow. very exciting company to be with um, as an HR professional where our product is, is my profession. 580,000 customers is just astronomical. Uh, uh, and a pretty big organization as well, Lori. Uh, about how many associates or partners, I don't know what they're called at Paychex, I apologize, uh, about how many folks working at Paychex uh, these days? Yeah, we've got about 13,000 employees these days Good Lord. And, uh, and do about $2.5 in revenue. Oh, just that's it? Just that? Just that? Just $2.5 Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. It's really impressive. And did see, I saw Lori, Purdue University, I, I don't know if you follow the basketball that's uh, currently underway. Did they win or lose? I knew they were playing. I should know myself. They just yeah, I have no idea. I don't, I don't follow um, – uh, the best the Purdue basketball team. I'm, I guess I'm not a very good Boilermaker. Yeah. Well, they, well, they played in the game, so that's good. I think we'll leave yeah. it at that. I, I know I saw the I saw the I saw the name coming across. So we're well, we're practically neighbors, Lori. We're just uh, down the road from each other. Paychex is headquartered in Rochester, and yeah. I'm I'm in Rochester myself, which is great. I love the. Gosh, it's got to be maybe the biggest company or one of right in this whole this whole region. I would imagine. I don't know. Yeah, we are now one of the largest employers in the greater Rochester area. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got some other big names here, Kodak, Xerox, yeah. Wegmans, and the University of Rochester. Um, but I, I like to say that, that Paychex is the absolute best place to work in Rochester. Hey, well, good. I'm glad you're saying that. Why would, like, if you, if you couldn't say that, we'd both be in trouble probably. More probably. <laughs> Really? Probably more so uh, yourself. Oh, great. Well, Lori, it's so great to have you on the show. It's, it's um, as you said, 
you're it's such a unique position and, and one of the reasons why last year at HR Tech Conference where we convene a panel of folks like yourself, right, heads of HR for HR companies and companies that serve the HR leaders and the HR professionals with their products. I think that's such an interesting sort of combination and pers uh, a set of different perspectives that you can you bring to the table. And, and I thought, you know, again, the conversations we had at HR Tech along with yourself, we had uh, the heads of HR from a couple of other HR tech co technology companies together on that panel, which was really fascinating to me. Since, Lori, I'm, I'm a big HR technology guy, that's sort of what I do 95% of my time, I'd love for you to maybe share a couple of things that either you've learned through working with paychecks and working maybe with some of your customers or advising or, or providing input into how you help your customers or just your experience as, as an HR leader yourself in various organizations about the role of technology today in HR and in, say, talent management and, and acquiring talent. What are some of the really important things that you've learned or you feel are important in that relationship between being a leader of HR as you, like, like you are and technology that supports HR? Sure. Um, you know, one of the, the things that, um, that I think is really important is to understand that technology is an enabler and that you need to know as an HR leader, as a business leader, what, what your strategy is, what your objectives are. Um, you need to have your, your talent strategy and plan kind of set and then determine how will technology help you achieve that. I think it's, uh, you know, it's really easy. There are a lot of really slick um, technologies out there, systems that have mobile and, and social media capabilities and all sorts of different bells and whistles. And, you know, I've seen where, you know, companies will, will buy those products because they're slick and they're the next right. best thing. But... They, they may not really support what the objectives um, of, the, of the business are. So in my mind, that's, that's the most important thing is ensuring that, um, you know, that the technology meets your strategy and that it can, it can play nice in the sandbox with the other technologies that, that you have in your portfolio. Yeah, Lori, that's a really interesting observation, that sort of that last one you made. I mean, they were all interesting, don't get me wrong. Uh, uh, but the, the last thing you said about the playing nicely with the other technologies that you may have in place or that are in place to support other elements of the business, I think that's one of the uh, more interesting and important things that's happening in HR technology, especially for companies your size and, and even larger, right, who've um, maybe have – many, many, or many, many dozens of HR technologies in place to support different um, functional areas of HR, whether it's payroll, uh, benefits, talent management and such, and having these things work together nicely. I think that's, yeah, it's underrated, right, I think, in, in its, its, its level of importance uh, to the overall HR uh, technology strategy an organization would have. Laurie, is, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just going to say that I think, you know, one path that sometimes companies go down is, okay, I'll find one system that can do, you know, a little bit of everything that I want it to do. Um, and, you know, another approach would be, you know, let me find these 12 different systems because each one has a unique capability. Um, and, and at Paychex, we're, we're somewhere in the middle. We have, you know, we have some bigger systems that mm -hmm. take care of multiple different functions for us. Um, but we've also gone out and looked at some, you know, just 
standalone um, systems that mm-hmm. we meet a unique need for us. And then we work with our partners in, in the information technology group to help create that, that uh, integration and connection between the other systems. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, it's a great observation, right? and I think that's probably more often than not the likely uh, path, right? That organizations of, of a paycheck size or or larger would would pursue, uh, because you don't necessarily want always that one system to rule all, rule all kind of approach when it may you may have unique needs and, and unique differentiators uh, in your in your business that require support uh, technology support that uh, say these big mega systems can't can't always deliver I mean we could yeah there's a lot of pros and cons to, to either side but I'm hearing that more and more I guess is my, my large point which is my sort of ears picked up when you when you mentioned it in a, a second ago because uh, it was just in a conversation with uh, in a meeting actually with a, a number of HR technology professionals and the idea of integration and, and more seamless integration between different systems particularly systems that exist in, or in, are there because everything's up in the cloud now and uh, being able to interface or integrate one cloud system to another has become an increasingly important uh, issue for HR so it's good to uh, to keep that in mind Lori you know you mentioned you know the understanding of the real important business drivers as being really the fundamental first step before embarking on really any kind of technology uh, project. Are there, are there any other things you found that maybe can can, can lead HR leaders astray uh, when they're sort of either deciding what technology to buy or attempting to implement technology? Maybe like around you know getting people to actually use the technology. Say your your frontline managers, if they're not really they haven't warmed up to say that new performance management system you've rolled out. Like, what can you do about about that? Uh, is there anything else you've uh, you observed in your career with technology that people should look out for? Yeah, I would you know I would say that um, that user interface is critical and in understanding your internal audience, your internal client base, and what their, um, you know, their ability to use technology and, and, and whether they like to use technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, in, you know, in addition to that, I would say, you know, after you have your strategy and your objective set, you've got to make sure that you've got um, your processes as, as efficient and um, as logical as they can be because you don't want to automate a bad process. Yeah. So there's a lot that you can do, you know, around the technology um, it, with your internal processes that can help make the, um, you know, the transition to using a new technology a lot easier. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, let me do a quick reset. This is the HR Happy Hour. This is HR Happy Hour 207. I think I thought of a title for the show, Lori. So here's this. Did. What is it? I'm calling it, and I know this is not exactly your title title, right, your official title. But I'm sort of I'm I'm kind of playing on it. How about the CHRO corner, featuring Lori Zuka? How do you like that? I just I made like that it. up. I, I, I know. Like yeah, I like that. It's hard for me to go in these big time CHROs on the show. So I think if we pitch it that way, that's going to be a sign to the market that hey, I want to be on that. What Lori Zuka did that? I want to do that next. That's my that's my thinking. That's my thinking right now on this. I, I think it's a good thought. All right, I'm going with it. That's that's right. what I'm going with. So. Again, uh, Lori Zuga, uh, head of HR from Paychex. Uh, my name is Steve Bowes. We're hanging out on the HR Happy Hour show on a snowy Friday afternoon, first day of spring. Um, uh, Lori, 
there's some really interesting things you're doing at Paychex, uh, all in around employee and external candidate engagement, and using some technology certainly to help engage candidates, but also leveraging uh, externally and uh, facing and social platforms. Uh, and I think this is a story we're going to have at HR Tech as well. So without like letting it all out of the bag, maybe uh, could you tell us a little bit about some of the efforts that are that are going on at Paychex with um, these really interesting approaches to external candidate engagement as well as employee engagement on some of these social platforms? Sure. Um, yeah, really, uh, you know, what I'd say is it starts with talent acquisition and, and ensuring that you've got a great employment brand that's out there. You've got to understand what people are saying about you as a company. And so we, we very carefully manage that. And mm -hmm and pay attention to how we show up on Glassdoor and, and that we have a good profile out there. Um, you know, we've got our leaders on LinkedIn and, mm -hmm. um, and encourage them and, and help them to push out messages and help us with um, sourcing and acquiring folks in their network mm -hmm. um, that might be great additions um, for the Paychex uh, talent pool. We also use Twitter. Um, we've got, um, you know, at Paychex, at Paychex Careers. Yeah. Um, we have our own employees use the, the hashtag Paychecks Proud. Um, I like that. I like really that. showcases what a cool place Paychecks is to work. So even externally, you know, we try to, to use social media to a great extent to, um, to create candidate pools and excitement about what it's like to work at Paychecks. Yeah, that's such an. I love the hashtag. I just wrote it down. I'm going to be using that. I'm going to be using that hashtag when we promote this show for sure. Because I figure, Lori, if we can get like just you know a fraction of your 580,000 customers to tune into the show, we're going to break the record for uh, for downloads of this show. Happy to be able to help. Yeah, that's great. But Lori, did this? Did these efforts now? This sounds like it's a really kind of a cross-functional, kind of interdepartmental sort of set of initiatives. Is that a? Is that really? Is that true? And then. B, can you maybe, if that is true, could you sort of maybe offer one or two pieces of advice for HR folks, you know, who need to work with, say, external communications or marketing or even PR and legal on some of these uh, these initiatives? Yeah, and, and that's a great point. We have really strong partnerships here at Paychex between our talent acquisition folks, um, our PR uh, group, our marketing group, the um, the IT folks who help us with the technology, and then also all of our leaders who are really, you know, really excited about being able to get out on things like LinkedIn and, mm -hmm. and Twitter to talk about uh, to talk about new jobs that we've got um, and opportunities to join paychecks. So um, it's really, you know, a company-wide um, effort and partnership to to make sure we've got a strong employment brand that people know about. Yeah, that's great. And I guess that's really so critical, I think, especially now in 2015, that uh, with the, in, you know, there's so many platforms and so many messages and you're competing for folks' attention um, with lots of other things, right, that compete for their attention. So to have that kind of um, cross-organizational focus and cross-coordination, I think is, I think it's probably almost essential, right, to, yeah, in order absolutely. to get noticed. Yeah, it sure is. And, and it's really important as we think about, you know, who are we trying to reach to ensure that we reach potential candidates where they are. So 
um, you know, our our applicant tracking system, which is called, if I can do a little plug, my yeah, staffing pro. And it's, it's my staffing pro. It's actually a Paychex product, and we use it mm-hmm. um, uh, internally as well. Um, that is, it has is um, you're able to to look at our website. You're able to apply for a job from your from your uh, PDA. And okay. so it's completely mobile enabled, and, and we get over 40% of our applicants um, come to us through a mobile device. Wow, that's amazing. That's a really high number. And I know the trend has been increasing for, for mobile mobile views of job ads, but also mobile applies. About 40% sounds – that's even high sounding to me. That's great. Yeah. We're also doing a lot internally um, to drive engagement using all different types of technology. So we have, um, you know, pretty heavy use of uh, Yammer internally. Oh, that's great. First Chatter, um, where there's a lot going on, for, you know, employees sharing knowledge and ideas and asking questions. But, you know, we'll also advertise job openings or career opportunities internally. So that encourages career movement for employees within paychecks, but also encourages them to think about who outside the company might be a good employee referral for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've also used we've we've got a uh, a system that we that I talked about last year at HR Tech mm-hmm. um, with a company called ShapeUp, where we're using um, mobile technology, gaming, and and social media aspects to drive wellness in the company, and that has been really successful for us. Yeah, that was a great story that you shared uh, last year at HR Tech along with uh, Rajiv, Dr. Rajiv Kumar from ShapeUp, who's a great uh, great guy and a great uh, organization at ShapeUp. They're doing some really amazing things with, with wellness and sort of socially powering and, and uh, helping to communicate and get folks engaged with uh, wellness initiatives, and Paychex is a great uh, case study in, in the successes that can be found in in that area. Yeah, it's remarkable, Lori. Like, I wouldn't have guessed this, and I don't say this in a way that doesn't come off the right way. So I've been I've been in Rochester a while, and Paychex has been in Rochester for a while, and you wouldn't know, asking some people, at least in the past, of Paychex being so progressive, right? You're doing a lot of really kind of leading-edge things with social technology, with wellness technology, with engagement technology. I, I, you know, that's really remarkable. Was there a, you know, you've been there a little while. Was there... Was there a cultural change you had to help? Did, did leaders there sort of embrace all of these kinds of uh, initiatives in first? Because it really is, is really kind of really progressive sounding. Yeah, it, there has been a change. Um, and uh, Paychex, you know, had a pretty strong reputation for being a conservative, uh, even stodgy company, I think, in, in the Rochester area. And and we have changed significantly over the last, um, I, I would say, probably four, four and a half years. Right, right. Uh, our, our CEO, Marty Musi, was promoted uh, four and a half years ago, I guess, to that position. Okay. And he's really driven a change in in our culture uh, to be more innovative, uh, not only with technology in our products, but also um, in with technology and how we're thinking internally. Um, and we really have uh, become more progressive as a company, and I think a really fun place to work. Yeah, it sounds like it. I, I, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't say the word strategy, by the way. You said it. I didn't say that yeah. word. I was dancing around it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense. I think we've talked about this once anyway, just privately. It, it would have made sense, and it still does make sense. Hey, Paychex does payroll, right? Your business primarily, or at least these historically has been doing payroll and, and, you know, for clients. And that's really, that's seriously important matter, right? That, there's no fooling around. That has to be right. It has to be exact. 
Right. You're exactly right. And, uh, you know, as we think about our company values, our integrity value is is absolutely critical. We've got social security numbers, we've got bank accounts, we've got private health information, and um, and we have to have, you know, extremely high levels of, of integrity here. There's, there's absolutely no wiggle room there. Right. Um, we're proud that uh, Ethisphere has named us one of the world's most ethical companies for seven years now, um, and that's, you know, that's something that we're very proud of. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. It's a great story. So again, uh, uh, yeah, it's remarkable. And, and you you sort of you you kicked a little bit of the credit to your CEO, which is the right thing to do. But I also just looking back through the through the history and what I know, that also a lot of these things corresponded to you going over there too, right? Right around that same time. So let's just I won't I'll leave it at that. So I think you have a big role to play in these kinds of transformations uh, yourself. So there you go. I said it. You don't have to say it. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. So uh, hey, this is HR Happy Hour 207. My name's Steve Bowes. My guest, Lori Zuka from Paychex. Uh, we're uh, having some fun talking about Paychex, what's, all the interesting uh, projects and initiatives that are going on there, plus just sort of the sort of uh, engaging folks inside and outside the organization in technology, on social networks, and, and just in more holistic ways. And it's really a great story, uh, everything that's gone on at Paychex in the last few years. Lori, the last thing we wanted to hit up on, on the show today was just a couple of things. One of the things, uh, you asked me before the show, who, who, who likes to listen to the show? And I said, we often get a lot of students who listen to the show, HR students or recent HR graduates who are just getting their HR career started, who, who tune into the show. And one of the things I think those folks, they, they, they think about and they, sometimes they ask us about and they ask me about is, you know, what's, what are some of the keys uh, for the modern HR leader? If I'm, if I'm a new HR grad or just early in my HR career and what I aspire to be, right, I want to I be Lori Zuka someday. I want to be the head of HR or the CHRO of a, of a big company. What, what would you tell those folks? If those folks came right to you, maybe they do, Lori. You, I, you know, I'm not sure if you get direct interaction with students in HR these days, but if, if I were a student of HR and I said, what, what advice do you have for me about my career and my development to, if I aspire to that role, what might you tell that, that person? Yeah, um, well, actually, I, I do interact with students. I'm, I'm, I get the opportunity, the wonderful opportunity, um, to go over to speak to a class at Nazareth College about once a semester, and it's great to be able to connect um, back to students in the, uh, in the HR sure. uh, programs there. Um, and, and what I would say is, is certainly knowing the fundamentals of HR and having that solid foundation is absolutely critical. That's table stakes. Um, but, but the real differentiator, I think, for an HR professional who wants to move up and, and be a, an executive level leader in, in a company in HR is to know the business. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, as an HR function, we are here to ensure that the company has the workforce to be able to achieve its goals and serve its clients. That is our entire function. So the only way we can do that is to understand what the business is um, right. and where the business is going. So, you know, a lot of people will ask me, okay, I've got my HR degree. Should I go for a master's in HR or something else? And I'll advise them to get an MBA. I've heard that, you know, we hear that all the time, right? It's the business knowledge first, of course. 
I'm sorry, the, 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 the fundamental core HR knowledge, that the ability to, to run a seamless, you know, tight ship, get all your administration coverage. Honestly, that's why you partner with a company like Paychex to help you with that, right? Because the last thing you want to have as, a, as an HR leader is to have some of these really important things like payroll and taxes and compliance and regulatory filings. You, you don't want those left to chance at all. And then you can move on to uh, what you really want to do for the most part in HR. So. Lloyd, did we get you back? Are you okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. So, uh, you know, I guess in addition to the educational components and really learning the business, um, either through a degree or or through, um, you know, getting to know different areas in the business, I would say one of the other really important things to do is to move um, around and experience the different functions within HR. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people love the HR generalist function and they just want to you know, be an HR manager and an HR director and an HR VP. And I and what I would say is go work in talent acquisition. Be a ah. recruiter. Understand what it's like to to source and select candidates. Go work in compensation and under, and understand that piece of the business. Yeah. Companies spend hundreds of millions of dollars on benefits for their employees. So to be able to manage that kind of budget but also – you know, understand the strategic importance of benefits is critical. So I would say, you know, I would strongly advise people to move around within HR to understand the different functions and the impact that they can have on the business. Yeah, that's a great point, Laurie. And, and would you even go as far to recommend say, getting out of HR for a little while, um, if that were an option available to someone to maybe go into sales or go into sales support or operations, depending on the, the nature of the company and what they did? Is that something? I think that's also very helpful. Actually, not not a lot of people know it, but early on in my career, I actually didn't start out in HR. And my undergraduate degrees in computer information systems. So. Oh, there you go. There you go. Nice. I'm an untrained professional because <laughs> I do not have an HR degree. <laughs> I spent the first eight years of my career not in HR, so wow. that gave me a perspective and an understanding of the business that you know I think is still valuable to me today. So. Any of those kind of opportunities where you can um, experience different parts of the function or the business are important. And, and if I can do another little plug. Yeah, you, know, you, you may. Paychex is an HR company. So we've essentially got, you know, 13,000 employees who work in HR here. Um, so there are, there are people that come in and work in corporate HR in my function that started out in other parts of the business, maybe in our 401k business or as, a, yeah, sure. as an HR generalist supporting our clients. And, and I've also got folks on my team in corporate HR that have gone out to, to work in different parts of the business. So yeah. a company like Paychex, the, the uh, career opportunities for an HR professional are exponentially higher than other companies. Yeah, that makes sense. You, you, you must have a really nice, uh, nice deep candidate pool for your, the jobs in your, in your organization, I'll, I would bet, just from you know, that, that level of expertise that gets built up throughout the organization supporting 500,000-plus customers in, in all these these different HR areas. Hey, Lori, the last question I had on this is, is there one little piece of advice that you maybe see or hear or maybe when you talk to the students that they sort of throw at you that, that you think is bad advice and just, hey, this – people say this all the time, this is not true or ignore this piece of advice. There's just something that you hear that you, you tell people to ignore. Hmm. Uh, how about follow your passion? That's the one I say. I say ignore that one. <laughs> that that's bad advice? <laughs> yes, I don't like that one. Well, I guess if you're not passionate about HR, that's... Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> I think you should follow what you're good at. You but, should follow what you're good at, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we all work hard and, and you spend a lot of time focused on, on what you do every day. And I think it's important that, you know, you're able to come into work and feel energized and excited and, and passionate about what you're doing. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that, totally with you on that. All right, Lori, this is awesome. And I'm not going to overstay my welcome, so it took me five years to get this show booked. <laughs> but I like this. I like how this turned out because now we have the first episode in a now a new series for the HR Happy Hour, which is the CHRR Corner the, with you. So this is, this is I think this, this is a hit all the way. This is going to break records. Well, I sure hope so. I believe that. I really do. So what's last? Last words, last anything we should know, paychecks.com, and that's P-A-Y-C-H-E-X with, with an X at the end, paychecks.com. Right. Anything else we want to mention? Yep. You, the floor is yours for a final. Okay. Well, you know, from a company perspective, um, you know, we've got a great product and the best service in the industry. So, um, you know, we're able to obviously very well service over 500,000 clients and always looking for more. And it's a, it's a great place to work for, um, for HR professionals and, and folks of all different uh, uh, business functions. So um, check us out at paychecks.com and also paychecks.com slash careers. Yeah, and I, I'm going to have to, like, just buy into the plug a little bit, Lori. You know, if you're come, if you're interested in a great place, a great bunch of folks as, as well. I have, you know, Paychex is a local company. I happen to know quite a few people over there. Just outstanding people, outstanding organization, and uh, yeah, nothing but re high recommendations from Steve, your humble host, about all. <laughs> all right, thank you. All the great things that are going on at Paychex. So, awesome, Lori. Thank you. Uh, some quick last words from from me before we wrap it up. So, Trish again couldn't be with us today, so we're thinking of her. So we'll, she will be back soon. Uh, next week we're out at the Ultimate Software event. We'll be doing a show from there, I think. Trish and I will be doing a very exciting NBA playoff preview show coming up in a few weeks. Uh, HRTechConference.com. That's what I'm all about these days. We're still looking for submissions for our awesome new technologies for HR. Uh, sessions as well as our awesome new startups for HR. So if you're a solution provider, you're a vendor executive, you're a founder, you're a developer, go on to hrtechconference.com and check us out there. Uh, of course, if you're coming out to the show as well, we look forward to seeing you in October. Lori will be there, I know. I'll be there. It's going to be a great conference in October. Last thing, uh, you want to, you have an idea for a guest, you want to be a guest, you can contact the show hrhappyhour at gmail.com. Uh, hrhappyhour at gmail.com. We're on iTunes. We're on all the podcast apps on your phones, no matter what kind of phone you have. Here's the key. Here's the little lesson for you. Just search for HR Happy Hour. You will find the show. Download us. Add us to your subscriptions. Be a part of the HR Happy Hour family. Huge, huge things coming up for the HR Happy Hour in 2015. Some really exciting stuff we're going to announce soon. Having a great time doing the show and really appreciate everyone uh, out there who's listening to the show. So thanks. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.